Hey, 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 welcome to the Wax About It podcast, where we uncover all of the behind the scenes action of waxing and much more. I am your host, Asha Marie, an entrepreneur in the ever growing field of waxing, skincare, and hair removal. What's up, y'all? What's up? I'm so glad to be back and recording a whole new episode because we got to get back to the wax. We got to get back to what we're here for. What are we here for? We're here about waxing, okay? We're talking about getting that hair removed from your body, feeling like a bad okay? And getting everything together for yourself and loving yourself and caring for yourself, honey, okay? Waxing is just one part of that. You know, you got to love yourself and take care of yourself and make time for yourself. I, as a new mother, am very much learning the importance of that because there are days where I think to myself, wait a minute, and don't judge me for this, y'all. Wait a minute, did I shower today? Like, I'm so focused on pumping this thing on milk, now I smell like milk. (laughs) And it's funny to me because sometimes I think it's my baby that smells like breast milk, but (laughs) it's actually me. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just a milk machine now, and I'm raising this milk monster baby. (laughs) So, yes, take care of yourself, y'all. I cannot wait to get back into my routine of getting my regular waxes and my nails done and my hair done and all that stuff because I'm still not past my six-week postpartum mark yet. But as soon as the doctor clears it, I'm getting a wax. I've already talked to one of my team members about it. She's going to do my wax and I'm going to get a shape and everything. It's going to be freaking amazing and I'm going to be brand new. We've talked about what a Brazilian wax is. We've talked about, you know, being an entrepreneur in this field and industry. But for people who are out there and they are getting waxed regularly, or maybe they've fallen off the boat and haven't had a wax in a long time, maybe they're in transition between waxers. They're looking for someone else. They don't know what they're looking for because they've been going to one person for so long that they don't even know what they should be keeping an eye out for. So this episode is about what to expect when your waxer actually is prepping for you. These are the behind the scenes things that we make sure that we have in place so that your wax can be as amazing as possible. So we're going to get straight into it. Number one, the environment should be clean. It should be sparkling. You should walk in and feel like maybe you don't have to feel like everything's completely sterile. But everything should be clean, disinfected, no visible debris, no visible dirt. Oh, and don't get me started on the wax pot, okay? The suite should be clean. And when you look at that wax bed, it should be clean. There should not be any little specks. There shouldn't be any little pieces of pubic hair, okay? Or nothing on there that makes you feel like you can't lay your naked body on there, you know? There shouldn't be any use or old towels, no old blankets, none of that. No, not nothing that needs to be washed should be on there. You should be able to look at the wax pot, you know, the pot that keeps all the wax in there, you know. There should not be any little strings going all between the pot and the floor and the table. That should be completely clean. And it sucks that I have to say that, but there are still places where, and I'm sure we could all Google them right now, where the pot does not look like that. There's strings everywhere. There's wax everywhere. Goodness knows how long it's been cleaned or how long ago it was cleaned because sometimes the wax buildup is so thick that you don't even know how they're going to get that thing clean. So that is a huge red flag, okay? The suite should be completely 
clean. And while we are on the topic, when you're watching your waxer do your service, they should be using clean utensils, okay? There should be a, and every state has different regulations for infection and being sanitary, right? But one thing is for sure, <laughs> the tools should be clean and they should be in a container that says clean on it. So you should know for a fact that you don't have to question it. There should be some type of barbicide where you know that they're cleaning their tools. And who knows, maybe even they have a fancy enclave where they put the tools in there and it has the UV light and it just bam, okay? But anyway, the point I'm making is you should feel like you're in a clean environment, okay? Don't just go in there and expect it to be what it is because you're getting a good deal. No, your body deserves quality and your body deserves to not have to take on any germs or pathogens or whatever that you don't need in your life, okay? Just Just saying. saying. All right, so number two, something that we do to make sure that we're ready for you, okay, is we make sure our stock levels are high, okay? If you go in and you see like three sticks in the bucket, like we not ready, okay? No, (laughs) that bucket of sticks should be fully stocked. Those cotton rounds should be fully stocked. That wax pot should be fully stocked. Build, okay. Now, granted, before everybody jumps me in the wax industry, okay, I know what it's like to go through a day and do two full legs and have a pot that's low on wax and not have no time to fill it. I know we've all, well, we all haven't been there, but having to get through that definitely separates the veterans from the beginners. Not to say that that's something that we want to go through because it's not, it's very stressful, but. Making sure that it's filled at the beginning of the day is what I'm saying. Like, we're making sure that all of our stock is fully filled at the beginning of the day. I'm a little OCD. I like to make sure that it looks full all the time because I just like that look. I don't like when it looks like, you know, you got two gloves left. And, you know, I like to make sure everything's filled. So that's something that we make sure we do. That makes sure that the service isn't going to be stopped or interrupted in the middle just to go fill something, you know, that takes out time and energy. And, you know, you don't want to be naked on the table for longer than you need to is what I'm saying, okay? The next thing that your waxer is doing to make sure that they are fully prepped for your service is they are taking notes on you, girl. I know you didn't know this, but we take notes on y'all. The best way to build a relationship with a client is by taking notes on what you talked about. You know, a lot of times in a wax, I can't recall a lot of times in a wax where I'm not talking to my client. Now, I do have a couple who surprisingly like to just close their eyes during a Brazilian wax. And it's okay because I've learned to know that that's just her thing and that's what she wants to do and she wants to just listen to the music and I'm just listening to the music in my head, you know, doing my little dance. But for the most part, I do have conversations with my clients. So once you get to a point where you've had more clients that you can count, taking notes is going to be your best bet. We talked about your vacation or we talked about your wedding coming up or we're talking about your kid's birthday coming up, et cetera, et cetera. Taking notes is the best way to make sure that your next time coming in, we could pick up on that and then we could still build upon that. And now I know, okay, so this is you. This is what she does. This is what she went through, you know, things like that. So we are most likely reading notes in between our services just to make sure that we're refreshing ourselves on you. So this is partially one of the reasons why when clients come early, 
it's fine, but truth, truth moment, moment, it's kind of stressful. You guys don't give us the time to make sure that we can read your notes. So now I got to go in there and just try to give little things out, tidbits out to see, okay, did you tell me you got married? No, that wasn't you. I had two clients who kind of favor each other as far as how they look, right? So one client has a whole family. She has a husband, two kids. The other client does not. She has a boyfriend, no kids. So I'm talking to her and I'm like, oh yeah, how are your kids? Or something like that. I said, she's like, "Uh, I don't have any kids. Y'all, I felt like trash, but I didn't refresh myself on her notes. And so, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if you're astounded or or excited at the fact that your waxer knows you, that's because she's most likely taking notes on you. So keep her, okay? The next thing is, y'all, we need time to go to the bathroom, okay? I'm not even going to sugarcoat this. Stop coming early because we need to go use the bathroom and we need to have a snack. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm so serious. I feel so bad for those places where people are working and waxing and there's only one bathroom. One bathroom between all the employees and the manager and the clients. I used to work somewhere like that and it was torture. We were a very busy location and I had a big team at one point and I was always wondering like, when can I sneak away to the bathroom? You know, I'm working like a robot, but I still need to go to the bathroom. Oh, I can't go to the bathroom because there's a client in the bathroom. Oh, it's my client. Now I got to walk with her back to the room because I don't have time to say, hey, let me go to the bathroom because you just came out, but I still need to go to the bathroom. Like I, it's just, it's stressful. Just, just let us go to the bathroom, you know? And don't get me started on trying to do a detox for yourself. Trying to detox and then working in an environment where you don't have a lot of time to sit in the bathroom isn't that fun. So I guess what I'm saying is a good way to prep for one's waxes is to make sure that we have plentiful bathroom breaks, especially when we're pregnant. Trust me. And while we're talking about breaks, having a lunch break is so important Again, I feel bad for those of us in the industry who are hustling, 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 working, working, working like robots, getting better at our craft, but we don't even have time or we don't have the allotted time to have a lunch break. I have been there as well. This is one of the reasons why I love working for myself now because I have more control over my time. And you would think that it's just like, oh, I want to take a vacation whenever I want. I want to take time off whenever I want. No, I get to put in a lunch break whenever I want. That is so important to me. And even if I'm only working a six-hour shift, I make sure I have a lunch break because I know that I can get hangry and I'm not going to do my best work when I'm hangry. So whatever shift I'm working, I most likely have a 30-minute lunch break and nobody can tell me anything about it. So lunch break is, for me, it's necessary. I know there are a lot of people out there who can work eight hours and don't even care about eating and they don't even think about it. And that's great. But me, A, I need to eat before I go into work. B, I need to eat while I'm at work. (laughs) C, I need to eat after work. And I know that about myself. So now I can plan it ahead and block off time ahead of time instead of waiting each day to see, okay, oh, I think I have time right now. I think I can squeeze in a 10 minute now because I can get done with this service early. No, I don't have to live that life anymore. That's why there's a refrigerator at the workplace. Okay. So another thing that your waxer is doing to prepare for your wax is 
If you have a vajayshul, she is making sure, honey, that all the products that you need for that amazing service are lined up and ready to go, sometimes even pre-mixed and measured, or at least ready to be mixed. I know there's a lot of masks that can't be pre-mixed, of course, but that, I think, makes a difference between a wax and then like a great wax or a service and a great service prep. I can't stand when, and call me bougie if you want, whatever, but I can't stand when I go somewhere and they don't have everything out that they need to have out for my service. They're still digging in drawers, digging in cabinets, boxes for the stuff. And I never understood that because I always assumed that when you book a service for beauty purposes that everything should be out and lined up and ready to go and clean and disinfected and everything. That's how it is when you go to a spa, right? So waxing isn't this luxurious service, but it's still a service and it's still a very intimate service. So you want to have everything out and ready to go. Now, people have different styles different waxing styles. That's why this industry is big enough for a lot of people because we all do things differently and we all have our different personalities. But for me though, like I do what is called, I make these little burritos, right? So in this burrito is my wax sticks, my wax cotton rounds, and sometimes even my tweezers. And what else do I put in there? Oh, and a spoolie if I need it. And then I'll roll it up like a little burrito. And then I line up my burritos in this little cubby in my workstation because when I'm working back to back like that and I have clients back to back, I don't have time to get a napkin and then get the sticks. Actually, I do have time, but I don't like to spend time doing that during a service because that's like every second counts. That's the time I could spend on doing your add-on eyebrow service. Or that's the time I can spend chatting with you a little bit extra to make sure that our I'm still building that relationship with you and not stressing about having to be done on time because I can actually accommodate for that intimate time with you so that the service can be that much better. Does that make sense, y'all? Like the less time you spend on getting prepped is more time that you can spend on perfecting that service and that experience for that client. Bam. That's a whole word, y'all. Is somebody taking notes? <laughs> that is how a good waxer preps for waxes, okay? I'm just saying. So those are things you could be on the lookout for. I guess some extra little things are you're going to a place and they have like a reception desk or an area. That area needs to be clean and organized because if it's not organized, I mean, how was everything organized? Oh, I don't know. And on top of that, I mean, who's welcoming you? Do you feel welcome when they welcome you? Or do you just feel like you're just this person who's taking a chunk out of their day just to welcome you and and check you in? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I love when I walk into a space and they're excited to see me. They might not even know me from a grain of rice, but they're excited to see me. They address me by my first name. And I love that. And that's something that I try to do whenever I'm working up front because I— I'm always taking a guess when I when someone walks through the door and I say a name because it's the name that should be walking in the door, right? And granted, people have came early and I call them a name of a person who should be there on before them, but that's understandable. So when I address people by name, I can tell that they feel like, oh, like they know me. Like, yeah, we do know you and we're going to get to know you the more and more you come back. Yeah, man. 
knowing what you all know now about what waxers do to prep for you and your service, you can now make sure that you are prepping for your service as well. All right, how do I do that, Asha? What are you even talking about? All I got to do is show up right at and there, okay? Making sure you're clean will be awesome. And I'm not here to junk talk or trash talk, but y'all know what I'm talking about, okay? And most people are pretty good about it. You know, you don't really have to tell a lot of people. You know, maybe they should wipe up before a service. A lot of people ask for wet wipes before their service. A lot of people go to the bathroom and take care of what they need to take care of during their service. How do I know? Because sometimes they leave toilet paper behind, and I don't care about leaving toilet paper behind. That shows me that you cared enough to go wipe yourself up before your service, okay? Like, I am good with that. But yeah, just making sure you're clean, you know, you're ready for your service, that you're exfoliating, Hey, that you're moisturizing your skin because if we're waxing your skin and it's extremely dry, then that's not good for your wax. That's not good for your skin. Waxing dry hair is also kind of stressful because the hair can break. So that's not going to give you the smoothest wax ever, right? So just those little things you can do to make sure that you're ready and your wax is ready and everybody's going to get a great experience out of this, right? So... Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And I hope that if you know somebody who's thinking about getting waxed, you can send them this episode and make sure that they know what to expect, what to look out for when they're going and enjoying their wax experiences. If you haven't already, please rate us on whatever platform you're listening to this episode on. And five stars, please, would be amazing. I look forward to chopping it up with you all next time. So until then, have a great wax and enjoy your day. Deuces! Oh, and we can get social too. Follow us on Instagram at WaxAboutIt or Facebook at WaxAboutIt. And, uh, you know, we can wax about it. <laughs>